This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Me, Joey O. <laughs> Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Not even applicable. Not even applicable. No, actually, it's not. No. I mean, no. I wish it was. Although my name technically could be Joey O, since I am a Joseph and my last name does start with an O. It's such a stretch. Hey, man, do you remember the other week when you were really like sort of bemused at how pissed off I was in text? <laughs> At Georgia, <laughs> yes, Longhorns. What a shit-stained place it was. <laughs> yes, I, I love that. Yeah, are you ready for two hours of that guy? A hundred percent. Okay, because he's here. Excellent. He's here and he's not having it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say because I couldn't uh, even keep it up. I am glad said. to see you. I am. I am glad to see you guys. I truly am. You are the bright spot in what has been a uh, <laughs> shitty week. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, yeah. Doug, um, I mean, I'm assuming you might have had a good week, maybe. My week was all right. Yeah, I don't have any complaints this week, except for this. <laughs> except for what Eric put me through today. You oh, know, I was like, me and Eric are over here talking about how great, like, this is, like, it's an escape from the, the shit show we've been going through, and Doug's like, yeah, this is the shitty part of my week. Yeah, this was just, I that, that, that gif I sent you of a guy out of breath, that was me when this movie was over. <laughs> I was sitting on the curb trying to catch my breath going, what the fuck just happened? It's not that bad. All right. That makes yes, me smile. It's that makes me that happy. Bad. Yes, it is. Oh, we're, listen, we, I will drive to Gainesville and we'll have to have a fist fight in your driveway over this movie. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm bringing my new Puerto Rican skateboard kid, guitar playing, military family moving best friend. Yeah, nice. Jokes on you. That's just me. <laughs> He's stepping out on that's you. Like, like yeah. He looks like Eric, but he has an accent. Yeah, yeah. Jokes on you. I lift up the mask like Scooby Doo, and it's just my face underneath. These meddling kids. Yeah. So, Joe, what's new with you, my friend? Oh my god. Um, I went to Universal yesterday for the last day I could before my pass ran out. Oh shit. Oh yeah, that's true. That was a year ago that yeah. we went through that. So see, it expired today. Activated. So I went yesterday with my older boys and. uh Rode some of the roads, ate some of the eights. That's yeah. cool. You ride anything good that uh, was uh, not ET? Well, I did ride ET, <laughs> and I did put the name Eric. Got around so <laughs> you know, got to got to keep the fucking bit alive. Mm-hmm, uh, we mm-hmm. also started out strong with Velocicoaster. Ooh, that's, that's a good nice. one. Yeah, that's nice. a, that's always that's always a good time. Uh, we ate at the uh, the Blondies, and I had the Dagwood sandwich for lunch. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was trying to like think of places I don't normally eat eat outside the box, but I probably should have ate somewhere better because it was literally just a sandwich that wasn't as good as what I could have got from Publix. <laughs> um, now, the, the Dagwood sandwich, that's an uphill battle because visually you're talking about a fucking 
comically large sandwich. Yeah. Well, let me let me uh, let me uh, pull back the veil. It's not that big in Universal Studios. Oh, so what do you actually get? Like, what is there's three slices of bread, you know, the the obligatory top and bottom, and then one in the middle, Big Mac style. Fucking club sandwich is what it is. And then you get underneath that, underneath that middle piece of bread, you get turkey and ham. Then above Mm -hmm. that piece of bread, you get cheese and roast beef, and then some lettuce and some tomato. And that's it. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting like this. um, Right. Hold on, I gotta tell you before I do go that Ale House has this thing right now that I want to go get. It's called like the sixteen, and it's got like sixteen different types of fucking proteins on this burger. And if you eat the whole thing, you win like something. I don't know what you win, but you win something, and it fucking looks delicious. Yeah, heart disease is what yeah, you fucking win. You. I'm gonna see if yeah, we find exactly. a picture of this thing to send you guys in the chat because I want to do it, and I'm I mean I will do it, and I can because I myocardial infarction. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I mean it looks delicious. I, I will find this while we're talking here, but uh. Other than that, I um, had some butterbeer ice cream, which is always always a pleasure. Um, had what else did I have? Um, I had something else to eat. My fucking brain we're, doesn't work. We're on the edge of our seats, man. It probably wasn't <laughs> that good because I cannot remember what it was. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll think of it later when it doesn't matter. But okay. that was that's pretty much the highlight because everything else does kind of sucked. <laughs> too real too real doug what's yeah. new with you man? what's new with me i i i was back amongst my people <coughs> this weekend I, I headed down to long island yesterday nice um hannah and i went down because my cousin got some islander tickets for his for christmas and he invited me one of those seats so i had my second time at the new the the, the new ubs arena and I'm 0 for 2 because they lost and they played like shit. Nah. <laughs> but we we uh, we partook of the alcohol. Um, there were four of us there. I, I got to hang out with my cousin, who's my best bud. I got to hang out with my son, John, and uh, a friend of my cousin's who's also a cool guy we play fantasy football with. Um, violent fun in our league, by the way. Oh, shit. Rob. Okay. Nice. So he, he was there. And um, we, yeah, we got, I, I I'm a lightweight compared to those guys. I'm a lightweight compared to a lot of people when it comes to drinking, but I, I could not keep up with those fuckers. Like, I I think I had four beers, and they doubled me, and we're all still standing. God like, I, I don't know how the fuck they do it. I, I, I just don't. I mean, I understand my son, John. He's still a relatively young, almost 30, you know? Yeah. But Scott's a year older than me. Rob's about my, <clears throat> you know, he's my age, give or take. And they, they just, yeah, they are seasoned veterans. I just, I couldn't do it. I had to stop. I had to tap out. Eight beers is, that's too many beers. That's fucking that's a lot, too, man. That's a lot. Yeah. And the thing is, they're huge. Like, they were huge. selling the big, like, I don't know, not, maybe not 40s, but got to be 30 ounce, 32 ounce cans. Oh, the tall boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, you know, and I, I, I kept with the draft and I, yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm impressed with the three of them and, I, you know. I sent you the, the the link to that hamburger I was telling you about. By the way, oh, okay. you should look at this thing. Tell me it doesn't look fucking delicious. First of all, all right, Joe just sent us a photograph. It's it, it's captioned "Hoops, we did it again." I guess that's a uh, the big sixteen college burger. basketball uh, reference. There, very clever. This looks disgusting. Uh, two half pound patties, hot zingers, mozzarella sticks, onion tanglers, American cheese, marinara sauce, zesty queso, lettuce, bacon, beefsteak, tomatoes, dill pickle slices, served with two sides of fries. 
See, I, I, I am completely drawn into that picture. Doesn't it look delicious? Are you? I am completely sucked into that. Now I couldn't even I couldn't even put a dent in it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The old me probably could have done it, but it that it I am drawn into that. Like it looks so that good. looks delicious to me. Yeah, I think why I'm gonna it, do it. Why does it come with two sides of fries? Because why wouldn't it come with two it's sides different of fries? kinds of fries? I get it. I get it. Because it's a lot of different kinds of toppings and meats and because well, you need you somebody to sop up all that, like queso and marinara sauce, queso and yeah. marinara sauce. You know what I think it is? It, yeah. it, this is one of those challenge burgers that it means is. you have to eat all the fries. So <laughs> they're oh, yeah, on, and that's yeah. the filler. That's the filler that keeps you off the out of the wind column. Apparently, they haven't met me. But we were we were making jokes off air about you know this being like a heart attack burger, a heart disease burger. It is. If you look at that thing, and it is. It just reminded me that in Vegas, I think the place closed, but they had a heart attack grill. This guy oh, went that. down in Orlando too. Um, a heart attack grill in Vegas that I would never even come close to. First of all, because they dress you in a goddamn hospital gown, mm -hmm. and, and I don't need to be humiliated in a hospital gown. Oh, the best part you know? is if you're over a certain weight, you eat for free. Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting. It it is it is America in a fucking nutshell. I oh, love man. it. That's like the kind and of stuff that gets to me. I am, I am completely grossed out by it. My Northern Yankee snobbishness. Like, I left a Vegas Facebook group because too many people talked about how much they love the heart attack girl. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't read their shit, and I had to leave it because it just it, it insulted my I, obnoxious I like if you, sensibilities. If you eat this burger, you win a bucket hat. That's so you could throw up in it on the way home. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. How are we feeling today, sir? Better. Better get a bucket on while throw up. Yep. Um, Come on. Meaning of life. Now, Doug... Monty Python's meaning of life. You don't know that? I would it, go to the Heart Attack Grill and watch today's movie there. <laughs> no. No. I would double down. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm -mm. No. No, sir. Nope. Yeah. That movie will never pass my eyes again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. I still enjoy it. I remember it. I remember every minute of it, and I still fucking enjoy it. Nah. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good, but I enjoy no, it. This is where we really get to the bottom of what's what's wrong with you as a human. Yeah, what is ticking? Yeah, what's what going on in tick? there? It makes me this happy. Is what makes you tick? Yeah. Giant burgers and and this movie. Yeah, I, I like stupidity. Wow. <laughs> that's why. This is what literally is idiocracy. <laughs> this was insulting, no. though. No, 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 no. no, no. This no. was this wasn't because this was insulting. That's what. That's why I'm angry about it because it insulted me. Yeah. Like with, that's with how gusto. it's a fucking offensive. But to me, it's on the same level as like Ninja Turtles. No, no are you out of you, your sir. mind? I, listen, you. you're talking to the to the almost sixty year old who actually really enjoyed Ninja Turtles, had never seen it, and actually enjoyed it because it's a well crafted, well acted, cool kids adventure fucking comic movie. This is this is offensive <laughs> to anybody who likes movies. It's okay? true, it's but I like it true. still. I know you do. We're going to okay. get into it. But I'm also, I like being, I like offensive things. So, Well, this, this is, is offensive like, for the wrong reasons, Joe. We're going to, I like that you like offensive things and I like some of the offensive things that you like. Yes, I do And too. Idiocracy is a very smart movie, man. But Hell this yeah. is not that. Hell yeah. I would this say. This might quickly, be, I think if, if Joe was talking about the fact that this was made by people who could be characters in Idiocracy. <laughs> yes. He's yeah, right. A hundred percent right. Absolutely. But they, they, it's insulting what the studio did by gathering this gaggle of fuckfaces <laughs> together to throw at me in a movie theater. It's insulting <laughs> to me. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. man. That's great. Um, yep. I'll tell you guys real quick what's new with me. 
uh, MegaCon is going on right now. If you're listening to this on Friday, it's day two of MegaCon. I am there all four days uh, via the magic of time travel. I don't know how it's going because uh, I had my knee surgery on what day was that? Thursday. And uh, so the, the quick story is I had my knee surgery. I go under. Everything's fine. Now, before I had the surgery, the surgeon says, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. There's like a really small percentage of a chance that I'm also going to have to do this other thing, but don't worry about it. Like probably not. And uh, I woke up and the probably not was, yeah, we definitely did that. Oh man. <clears throat> and what that means for me is that I can't walk. <laughs> can, like, you, can you please go as Puerto Rican professor X? <laughs> I wish dude. The I was yellow, on Amazon looking like yellow, like wheelchair and everything. If somebody can find me some sort of mobility device, that's not these fucking crutches <laughs> that are killing me. I am all over it. Um, yeah, I can't walk for like a month. My mom and my so, grandma have like three jazzies. I wonder if ooh, I can get I would, one and make it make the Professor X like wheelchair for you. I would kill for a jazzy. Yeah. Because they take them to Disney. On, do they really? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine this world I'm living in right now where I'm seriously contemplating like, man, could I drive to Gainesville and pick up this fucking hover <laughs> round? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's rough, man. That is rough. It's rough. So I, I've been laid up. Um, I'm getting used to like the confines of my space because it's really hard to get around. Like even just to go to the bathroom, you know, it's, it requires a lot of fucking maneuvering. Um, so my Bet wife you wish is you had doing, that idiocracy chair now, dude. I, I, yeah, I wish I had fucking anything. Um, my wife <laughs> is is an absolute superhero. She's sick, but she's doing everything for everybody, including me. Oh, um, man. Bringing me, you know, water and setting alarms for my medication and i feel like a fucking useless sack of shit I, I feel like just an old like i i took my first shower today and uh like there's a bench in there now and she's like fucking help me i'm like oh, this you is are old Holy this shit. is yeah this is like a twilight zone even, episode i don't even have a bench yet dude because i can't i, I couldn't like figure out how to get in you know yeah oh that's oh that sucks so much so I've been watching a lot of shit. I got <laughs> yeah. I burnt, so I burned through all of Picard on your guys' recommendation. Excellent. Yep. I loved it. I loved it Isn't a lot. It's so great. It's yeah. it's awesome. It's cinematic. It's yeah. I liked season two a lot. The cool concept of it. I lost it it didn't <sighs> lose me, but I yeah, I'm not quite as on board with season two as Joe. It started off really super strong. Yeah. But it lost a little bit for me. But I don't get me wrong, I still loved it. Like for me, I've I've enjoyed Picard even more than Discovery. Like, okay, it's just because it's my jam, you know. Like, so I like this season. I mean, I love one of the TNG. Best Trek seasons ever. I love TNG. Yeah. There's so much for TNG fan service in there, but I still think this goes touches me better. Touches you a little better. Yeah. It touches I, you where you like it a little bit. I like season two a lot. I will say season three so far is. Um, just Star Wars The Force Awakens yeah, levels exactly. of like right? here's right. the shit you want. Like you know, yeah, we're it's, gonna it's bring more like it. Star Trek The Fan Service Awakens. Yes, it's like they, yes. they they just every episode reveal another <laughs> character you wanted back. Oh yeah. yeah. It's and, it, and everything. And they're not done yet. Like I know, I know. the coming attractions I've seen, they're not even close to fucking done yet. 
I was no. I was all smiles, uh, you know, getting those I like, moments. When, when uh, Seven's like, that's Voyager. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I, see, I like all that see, stuff. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of all the ships. So when they're going through, like, I wanted, like, a whole episode of them just going through the shipyard, like, showing all the fucking old ships. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Right? No, I mean, they're even name dropping. Dropping mm-hmm. Janeway's name, like, yeah. she might not be in it. Who knows? Maybe she will, but... Like they just name dropping and, yeah. and everything. It's it's yeah. It's just exciting to know they all exist in the universe. Yes, to, you know, in some way. She's like, yeah. oh yeah, I tried or you know went straight yeah. to voicemail, but I called her. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. I did watch two things this week. Also, I got to talk about when we're, when we're done when you're done with this because I want I want you to blow Star Trek more. This movie's okay. not going to take very long, so we have plenty of time to do what's new. <laughs> well, here's here's I'll finish by saying this. I liked it a lot. It felt very Star Wars to me. It feels like they're Star Warsing your Star Trek a bit in their storytelling yeah. and well, their presentation. Well, if you do remember, out of all the series, I said Picard's one of my least favorite. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's true. I guess that's fair. Because, um, I mean, Picard's son is just fucking British Han Solo. Like, I know. He is. He is. It, which yeah. is great. I mean, he's charming yeah. and, you know, but 100%. Even the jacket, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but that's it for me, man. Well, um, just real quick, I did watch a couple shows this week. Uh, one I enjoyed quite a bit, uh, like so fucking good, with uh, Sam Richardson and Adam Pauly called Champagne, Illinois, or Champagne Hill. Huh. Um, so basically, the 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 premise of the show is the two of them are like they were like, uh, what do they call them? Like when like they they're not the famous person, but they hang out with them. It's kind of like entourage, like entourage, yeah, or, like they're yeah. entourage. So they were entourage to this <laughs> famous rapper. And like their whole lives, they never did anything other than that. And in the first episode, the famous rapper dies. So they have to like figure out how to be regular people now. <laughs> oh shit! And it's fucking hilarious. The two of them too, like just the way they act is just amazing. Um, it's on Hulu. There's only one season of it. It's really fucking funny. Really, really, really fucking funny. I, I recommend this a lot. It's called like champagne, like, like the city, not the actual drink champagne ill, like for Illinois. Because okay. um, that's where they go back to their hometown. The other show that I've been back on again, because I watched the first season when it came out, then I forgot about it, and now two more seasons have had come out. Um, I want to talk to Will about this next time we do Just Surprise Me, because I know Will ha- has to have watched this. Uh, but it's so well done. The second season of the show, just, one episode in particular really tickled me. Um, it's an American saga, the Wu-Tang story. Like, mm. it's so well made. Mm-hmm. Um and like in one of the episodes where they're writing like their their first like song like their first hit song uh, protect your neck like you get to go in the mind of him like as he's doing it so he gets like a record and he puts on the record table and then like it gets this really kind of abstract look it's this black room and you see like the entire band in front of him off the record he's listening to and he starts pulling like the guitars out and the guitar player disappears he pulls like the horns out the horn players disappear then he gets to the drummer's like and he's talking to the drummer. He's like, this is how my mind works when I'm, when I'm like making a beat, when I'm looking at a song. He's like, all right, now, I want you to speed up a little. And, and the drummer's talking about, how you like this? You like this? He goes, all right, can you make it a little dirtier? And he's like, all right. And then you see the drummer like reacting to it. And like, it's just really fucking cool the way they mm-hmm. did the concept to this. Um, then like he starts bringing in like the vocalists and like his friends start appearing there. Like Method Man's there, but it's the guy who's playing Method Man. And he's like, yo, why do you keep fucking with me, son? Let me get through the verse. And he's like, no, nah, I need to get this, this dialed in just right. And, I don't know. It's oh, that's just, cool. yeah. Like the show in general is really cool. They did a great job casting like all the members of Wu Tang because you know there's eight fucking members of the group. Um, yeah. The dude who plays Old Dirty Bastard, I, I fucking love him. Like I, I, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, you should. They're from Staten Island. I, 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 Staten Island, don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, no. Buffalo, New York, and then there's Staten Island. Okay, in in the, in the Doug, list of even though I know you don't like rap in general, so that that's not the part of the show that would touch you. I think you would enjoy this show as a show because it's just so well made. No, I probably would. I I that 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 thing that you described sounds. It's a great way to represent that. Yeah, it's such absolutely. A cool con- it's just a, such a fucking cool. Con- even if you don't no, watch anything I, else, I watch that. that one episode. I dig that. I I, I really do dig that. I, it's so. it's season two. I don't know which episode it is, but it's called Protect Your Neck. And it's like okay. them coming out with that song, and like, and it shows them in yep. the studio, and they're all sitting there listening to it, writing their parts out. Like the one dude's writing the parts, like when he's in his mind, and it goes into each one of their minds. So he's writing it on a pizza box, and then all of a sudden, it like this is like fucking surrealism, and he's in there like tagging the lyrics on the on a wall, like, and that's like how his mind is perceiving what he's doing at this point in time. Yep. And yep. it's just really fucking cool the way they, this artistic yeah. the way they did it. But the show in I general is just just awesome, and like it's mm-hmm. kind of the history of like everything they went through as a group, which I didn't realize was as much as it was, but yeah. Well, uh, Joe, a- you know, Wu Tang is for the children, but we're going to talk about <laughs> something that is not for the children. No. <laughs> and should you protect your us, neck? You should protect your ears, eyes, and neck. Yes. And yeah. Everything. Uh, and yeah. Thwalk. So we're going to talk, talk today. Today's movie. We're, we're going to take a uh, time machine back to the year. 1993. <laughs> We're excited because we're going to the movies and we're going to see this summer blockbuster about dinosaurs and they are promising that it's going to have incredible special effects. It's going to it's going to change movie making. Are you guys ready? Yeah. It's not that one, guys. No, I'm sorry. Not. Wait, did this movie just come out? Is this movie out yet? Like the No. It was April. like next week or something. Yeah, it's yeah, soon, like soon, April, soon. We got an early we got an early release of it. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> we did, we did. No, we're talking about not the upcoming one, but the old one, 1993's Super Mario Brothers the movie. Um How many Marios are in this movie? Eight? One, four? <laughs> I don't remember. We'll get to it because I pulled that clip because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. This movie is really stupid, I'm not gonna lie. It but I still dumb. like it. So uh, I was excited for this movie as a kid. I remember seeing it. I remember my dad took me to the theater. I remember I got the action figures. I don't remember it hurting me so deeply. And and yeah, you didn't uh, know any better back then. That's why. Yeah. This, you know? although I, I do remember like a general sense of confusion because I was sure. Wait, is know, this the movie it, about dinosaurs living in the modern day world that came out in 1993? <laughs> Well, that was that was the whole joke, but no. And and the sad thing is, this movie came out two weeks before that movie. <laughs> yeah. So, any ground, any traction that they wanted to gain by look at all this shit we did, which looks fucking awful, by the way. <laughs> and, Wait, and did I not? Did I not call this in the last episode? It looks like whenever you need to have a planet of like prostitutes and casinos and yeah, like it, on slow fi low budget sci fi. It's Blade Runner for kids, except it's not for kids, but it's also not for adults. What is this movie? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But I kind of called that a little bit. Like, so you did. You absolutely did. Yeah. This movie had the audacity to come out two weeks before Jurassic Park <laughs> and be about dinosaurs. Wait, would it be better if it came out two weeks before Jurassic Park or two weeks after Jurassic Park? It would have done even worse, and we might have forgotten. That's what I'm saying. It. Maybe that was a yeah. maybe that was a fucking strategic 
strategic idea. This movie had a velociraptor of some kind in it. It, yeah. it was ate up with fucking dinosaurs. They all look like ass. That's the, the that's the royal family's pet, Yoshi. Yoshi. Oh my god. We're going to jump into this. Um, so, yes, we are talking about Super Mario Brothers, the movie uh, from 1993, starring as Mario Bob Hoskins, which is probably the best thing about this movie yeah. is Bob Hoskins. Um, but because all did, the frustration he has in his character is probably real. Probably oh, very, is. very real. And uh, also starring John Leguizamo as Luigi. Which was an I wonder if they choice. chose him because his name sounds like Luigi. Bob, John, Luigi, Leguizamo. His, his, he was like the, I don't know, the 15th choice for Luigi. <laughs> so I don't think so. I feel like they chose him for the same reason they made every decision they made about this movie, which was here's this thing. It's established and beloved. People love this thing. It's fucking huge. What can we change about it? Did you ever see this no guy reason. that was in this movie called The Pest? <laughs> oh yeah. my god exactly what do you think of luigi what do you think of go uh puerto rican yes yeah yeah i'm a puerto rican we're not luigi our names i've never met a puerto rican named luigi before yeah puerto rican part italian same difference wow <laughs> that was yes. bad. it don't get no better than this I, I hope it do, but it don't. <laughs> the dinosaur nope. tells you at the beginning of the movie. He, he's like, he's like, <laughs> I know. it don't get no better than this. And you're like, it does. you're like, you're like, yeah, it's probably gonna get better than this. And you're like, no, it never does. No. <laughs> we no. begin with an animated prologue to the film taking place in Brooklyn, New York, 65 million years <laughs> I before love this too. the present. Uh, the dinosaurs rule over Earth while tiny mammals scurry about unnoticed. Joe, if you want to hit the first clip, this is the intro to the movie this is tell this is setting up the pieces of the movie this is what you have to look forward to for the next hour and a half a long long time ago the earth was ruled by dinosaurs they were big so not a lot of people went around hassling them actually no people went around hassling them because there weren't any people yet just the first tiny mammals basically life was good no it just don't get no better than this. Yeah. yeah. Then something happened. A giant meteorite struck the earth. Goodbye, dinosaurs. But what if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs continue to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, aggressive beings? Just like us. And hey, what if they found a way back? First of all, first of all, the fucking narration. Like, you know who that is, right? Me. No, who was that? That's Dan Castellaneta. Yep. Is it real? It's fucking Homer yeah. Simpson. I can hear it now. God yeah. damn it, Homer Simpson. I would have preferred it in the Homer Simpson voice. He's like, when he struck the earth. <laughs> no, man. Fuck. No. Yeah. Don't. So, yes. This this is the premise for the entire structure of the film. It's it don't get no my, better than this. It don't get no better than this. That is something my kid would have put together on the spot. Like, if I was like, right. hey, make up a story. Go. Like you're six, go. <laughs> yeah. So that's our intro. Um, 
the film cuts from that very badly done animation to very badly done live action. And we go to 20 years before present day, a young woman, she's running down a Brooklyn street to a cathedral carrying a bundle covered in a blanket. The bundle down. No, no, don't even. That's sacrilege. Okay. Yes. That's sacrilege. It reminds me so much. No, because it's in New York in the 90s. Like Possibly. Only. Uh, yeah. I'm willing to concede maybe that's why. I think that's why. Um, she places the bundle down, revealing a metallic oval case, knocks on the door, and uh, after a while, she locks a blue crystalline shard into the case's opening and flees through the streets of Brooklyn once more. It screams Mario so far, because I remember all this <laughs> shit from the game. I, I, I feel like I remember this level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The part where the nuns come out, you know, and yeah. then you gotta fucking yes, jump on all their heads. Lots of nuns in Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah. So the nuns um, come out, they find the case, they take it inside. Um, we cut that back That was one this. of the taglines, right? For the game? Tons of nuns? Tons, Tons of nuns. <laughs> No, no, but I did. I did rent Wait, that video. I, there are none in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, that, does, so we, that scene. I don't know why, but it reminds me of like. I know we can never do the movie, but Paul Mooney as the stand-up comic and bamboozled tells this awesome joke about a nunnery. Oh, I don't geez. remember that, but yes, we cannot do that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we could do that joke at one point, but we can't do the movie itself because the joke would no. be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's only about making fun of religion. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything else. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, so we, we cut to this lady. She's running away. Cut back to the nunnery. Um, they they look at this case. They open it and what's inside but a large egg. Okay. Um, the woman continues running down a sewer tunnel. She reaches the end. She's looking back in fear. <sighs> Suddenly a tall sinister man emerges from the dark and demands the location of the rock of course referring to the little piece of jewelry she's stuck in the egg thing i could have swore he was looking for dwayne johnson yes (laughs) yes that would have been a better movie um really no probably not i mean what what could you do to this movie to make it worse though Mm. uh oh a lot no 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 i don't think so i think think you could nope uh she jumps away and surprised exclaiming koopa this is koopa (laughs) <laughs> just like the game yeah. um <laughs> he grabs her accidentally first of all hold on a second what is dennis hopper doing in this movie <laughs> you heard the story though right that he told i heard the story that doesn't excuse it he was in another really shitty movie too money's money man i guess i guess money's money. he might money. have been in two of the worst movies we've ever done <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm that's not, that's, I'm not denying that. Yeah, that's Absolutely. not that's, that's not, not wrong. Uh, so Dennis Hopper is Koopa, the lizard from the Mario game. Grabs her, accidentally knocks a support beam, which causes the tunnel to collapse around them. Koopa blocks the exit, leaving her to be crushed as she screams. Uh, back at the cathedral, the nuns watch as the egg cracks and a baby is heard crying. Hmm, just a baby. Yeah, a Inside baby is egg. born in it from an egg. Just like the video game, guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm really surprised, like, you know, there wasn't, you know, some kind of press about this, you know, and this is like the new savior was born in an egg, you know, we came to church, you know, the whole Mm -hmm. world, like this divine egg intervention or something. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, bravo. Second of all, there was, it's a deleted scene and that's 
no Easter, like the whole thing. Was, oh, uh, that's why, because yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, you get it? Yeah, get it, makes, it all makes sense now. Uh, Buddy Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buddy Christ. Buddy Christ. Doesn't it just pop? I, I wish we were doing dogma right now. <laughs> um, the egg hatch is revealing a baby human girl. The nuns then look at the rock shard that came with the metallic case they found and cut. <laughs> what a yeah. what an opening, guys. Like I am all in. Yeah, I just I remember firing up that fucking NES. Couldn't <laughs> wait until the baby crawling out of the egg. And yeah, Dennis but you gotta pr- before you start the game, you gotta press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A B A start. Oh that's that's a different game, dude. Yeah, but if you had done that, you would have seen this cutscene. Oh, then that's the secret. That's what I'm saying. You you I'm fucked up. Try that out. You really yeah, fucked up. Ah, is the problem. Damn, damn it. So also, enough, sir. At, at that point, yeah. the the fucking goombas aren't just little fucking things you squat anymore. They're giant fucking lizards. Again, we'll get to that. But what what is the '90s? What happened? Like, why was movie making so fucking weird? Cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. Like, I See, guess. Yeah. But to me, I love these movies. Like they're stupid, but I love them. Yeah, I, there's I stupid movies and there's bad movies, and this is bad. This but is it's bad. a stupid bad movie. It's no, bad, bad and stupid, not yeah. stupid bad. Yeah, I don't know. I Again, still like it, it insults me. Yeah. I still because like the, it. the thing the thing that gets me is that the studio they were serious about this shit, and you don't need to look any further than the money. First, the money they put into it. The stars, they got Oscar nominees. They got Oscar fucking winners. They got Alan Silvestri to score this thing. <laughs> Alan fucking Silvestri scored this movie. I know. I know. Okay. And, and to got, be fair, to be fair, I one of the things I do like about this movie, you listen to that score, there's some like obligatory like Italian restaurant music weaved yeah. into it. Nicola, like, that's Nicola. pretty it's the, yeah. yeah, He keeps doing it. They got Roland Jaffe. Who directed the fucking Killing Fields? One of the greatest <laughs> movies ever made is a producer on this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. But they were deadly serious about this. They they were convinced that this was going to be it for the fucking summer, like that but, it was going to kill. But again, it's such a weird focus. You want you want to make a video game movie based on a you know kids licensed video game. You're looking at the wrong people already. Like yes, there's pedigree there all day long, you know, but. Yes. Like, who who did Max Headroom? Like, get them on the horn. Like, exactly. no, man, no, yeah, no. no. Well, even uh, the the original writer, I forget his name, but he wrote Forrest Gump. No, I mean he wrote Rain Man. Rain Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote Rain Man, and then he wrote this story as a copy of Rain Man. It's too bad they and couldn't they, get a Kondo Koji to do the music. Uh, who? He's the guy who actually made the music for Mario Brothers. The oh, video game. okay. <laughs> that that would have been a well. They asked change. him, and he laughed at them. I don't know. But. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Speaking of Rain Man, do you know who was uh, really interested in playing Mario? Who? Rain Man. Really? Dustin Hoffman wanted this part. He wanted it bad. Holy shit. And they said no, because the original screenplay, well, if you can that believe this sense. sentence, was too much like Rain Man. Like Rain Man, yes. That makes sense then why he wanted to get on board. Because, yes, it was, some, it was supposed to be some existential brothers getting to know each other road movie yeah. oh really yeah. mm-hmm. yes that's the original script and then the the studio then then they rewrote it and made it too adult and then the studio wanted it kid friendly so that's why they got this 
Michigast is fucking all right. <laughs> why why can't we I'm just sorry, go, like have going, two guys trying to find a princess in a castle that she's not in? Because they wanted to serve us this shit stew instead. Exactly. So. That's what it is. It's like the perfect too many cooks in the kitchen. Like yes. they try to make a chili, a nice chili, and they all use their recipes together. And this is what happened. Oh, speaking of chili, um, we had a block party today that I, I came from just recently. And uh, I made for my, my, my offering. I took these little fucking pie crusts and put them in a muffin pan to make little cups out of. Then I made chili, which I then scooped into those little cups, sprinkled some cheese on top, put it back in the oven to melt the cheese, drizzled sour cream, and sprinkled chives on top with some hatched chilies. And that was my offering. Fucking A. Very nice. Little, little chili fucking cups. Little pastry chili cups. Nice little touch there. I, on the they, they were delicious. I, I would have showed up. You would have heard. And that's me ripping the fucking thing off the Entenmann's cake. There you go. Uh, I just sent you. An I don't event. like any of you anyway. I just sent you so a picture of my ch- my chili cups that I made for the exactly. party. That sounds great. That does sound good. Yeah. Yeah, so so after, you have the picture. After uh, Hoffman, you know who they considered next for this role? Uh, Danny DeVito. Oh, I yes. would have been in on that. But Danny DeVito said, well, can I see the script? And they're like, no, 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 no. no and then I pulled out. out my guns and I went to shooting. So I yeah. started blasting. Um, <laughs> Trust us. Then after that, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Now, Tom Hanks wanted this role, but they were like, nah, Tom Hanks, you know, he's had some real stinkers lately. Too big of a risk. To t- yeah. yeah. Because he's we're not trying to make. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make a real serious kind of fucking Mario Brothers movie here. Tom Hanks, funny guy, you know, what a splash. Get the you, fuck out of here. You just imagine if he did get that role, he would have been gone. <laughs> We would have yeah. lost Tom Hanks forever, forever, forever. Right? We didn't lose from, Bob Hoskins 19, after this. Nineteen ninety three. Did didn't didn't we though? Yeah, a little didn't bit. Look at his roles, didn't we? I'm gonna look at his bit. roles. Yeah. <laughs> but an yeah, Oscar man. nominated actor. He's great. He's great. But yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks. They're like, we don't think he can handle this serious, dark, gritty fucking Mario movie. Yeah. He's a comedy guy. You know what movie he made instead of this one? Philadelphia. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, you're right. We would have lost him if he got that role. Yeah. That wouldn't have been made and he wouldn't be Tom Hanks that he is. And (laughs) Saving Private Ryan and every other movie, Castaway and all of them wouldn't have been made or they would have been made differently and badly. So this saved his career. Totally. Because who's casting, who's casting, you know, even if his name came up for those movies, they'd be like, oh God, but remember Mario? Yeah, remember that? Mm. Holy crap! So this destroyed multiple careers and saved others. Anybody yes. who wasn't in it was saved. That's true. That, we we could argue this is the most important movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right, so we. I'm looking we at cut. Hoskins' career. <laughs> it's not a lot. I mean, there's no. a lot. <laughs> no, Bob Hoskins. He, he's known for doing the small independent movies with yeah. great scripts and the, that he get that are critically acclaimed. He he's not a big box office guy. He he almost turned this down because he had done Roger Rabbit. He goes, I did the kids' movie, but my son wanted yeah. me to do it. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I, all right. I'll say real quickly. I, I fell into a rabbit hole. I saw a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. This made me laugh out loud. <laughs> it's a quick shot of Bob Hoskins being interviewed for the making of this movie <laughs> in costume, in his accent. He's like, you know, I used to play Shakespearean roles and tights, and now I'm doing this. And they, they cut away... <laughs> But it was 
so unintentionally funny because you know you could see the pain behind his eyes it was the same thing with that fucking george lucas thing where they showed him making the phantom menace and he's in the room and he's like pitching all these ideas he's like yeah you know fucking jar jar banks yeah and you see the people in the in the room behind him the fear in their eyes and they're looking around like oh he's serious like yeah okay yeah. <laughs> i love it yeah. i love it i got this idea for this guy named jar jar Binks. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Midi-chlorians. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's the key to everything. You have to understand. <laughs> I don't um, like sand. <laughs> so, Mario and Luigi. We finally see Mario and Luigi. It's only been fucking half an hour. Yeah. In their home. In the present day, Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, because their last name is fucking Mario. Well, Super Mario Brothers. It makes sense. <sighs> yeah. Yep. It does. It does. It and does. they are surnames in Italian. They're they're rare, but they are. That is a surname. Okay. I'll, yeah, but couldn't yeah. Mario's first name be something else? No, it can't because he's Mario. He's Mario Mario. Maybe people I, just call him by his last name. What if I if called you Pabone? Everyone calls you Pabone. Pabone Pabone. No. Yeah. It, listen, if that's the Pabone. pass you're going to ask for in this movie, I'll give it to you. But that's it. So yeah. <laughs> choose wisely. You used your pass, Joe. Yeah. Um, some people call him Christ. They don't call him JC. <laughs> Some people do call him JC, but they're I'm like, I'm just calling Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus Christ of the cross. Uh, <laughs> Although no one ever calls me O'Rourke. I'm, I'm going like, to start ripped off by having O'Rourke a shitty name. such a strong ass last Yeah, right? Name. It is a exactly. good name, but it's hard to yeah. like fucking pronounce by most like civilized people. No, only, you know what? It's I'm just going to lay it out right now. It's hard to pronounce by Floridians. Maybe. Because elsewhere yeah. in the world, it's... And it's, every it's, single person that works on a call line anywhere. Well, okay. Sure. I mean, well, all right. Call line. <laughs> yeah, any call center, any type of place, I got to call into. Call center. Call center. You can't pronounce O'Rourke. What do they? How do they pronounce it? I'm, I'd like to let you dig or, a, a deeper hole. Okay, so it's Oruke. Oruke. Yeah, Oruke. Or, or, or I just get Ruker. I, I'm fucking world of Warcraft. I've heard like every variation of my name is not correct as possible. Oh, shit. I am. Sh- I'm shocked by that. I am shocked by that. <coughs> then I'm, I'm shocked when most people mispronounce names. You thought so I was going to go with any, any accident. You? I was waiting for it. I, like, <laughs> I knew it. what you were doing. Do it. Oh, there it is. Eric's but next set of right. So it's not insulting. Rope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew what you were yeah. doing over there. Mr. Pabone. Yeah. Mine is always Pabon. But, interestingly enough, Paben sometimes, mostly Paban, but uh, Pabon in French means bad man. Does it really? Oh, very, there you go. Or very bad man. Mr. Eric Batman. So I used to work with all these Haitian dudes. And that's <laughs> <laughs> great. When they weren't and, eating cats. <laughs> no, they wow. weren't cats. Jesus Christ. But no, they'd come up to me, especially the ones that didn't know me real well. They thought it was a nickname. So they were like real apprehensive. They're like, Bob on. And it made me feel like a fucking movie villain. How many of them were named Pascal? You, you handed (laughs) Eric, you handed Joe the rope for the call center and he dropped it. Then he picked it back up for the Haitian joke. Hey, it's okay. They're like, they're like, they're like my Portuguese. He just dropped it for a second. Those are like the Portuguese to me, um, to you, Doug. Uh, Why? They're like Mm -hmm. the Portuguese to me. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I get it. I get it. Hey, how do they how do they mispronounce my name? <laughs> yeah, do it. Do Every it. single time they get it right. <laughs> yes. No, they don't. No, they don't. 
So Mario. Um, <laughs> uh, Luigi's laying on the couch. He's watching TV in which the host introduces the concept of other dimensions as Mario receives a call in the other room for a job uh, as they are the Mario Brothers plumbing services, uh, which is the only thing so far that that matches any of the lore from this property. As the brothers prepare to leave, Mario complains that Luigi has spent money on the New York Post despite their lack of money. These guys don't even have enough money for the fucking New York Post. Right. But, um, Which ironically he, enough, they get that plumbing part accurate, but when have you ever seen in the video games them actually do plumbing? I mean, they well, go in the pipes. Fact that they're climbing through pipes, but that's it. But they don't do any yeah. plumbing. No. That's true. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Also, I, I want to... I want a level of a who came up with the toilet. idea of Super Mario Bros. in the first place. Who like, came up with it? Like, but, all right, so we have these guys that are looking for right. a princess who's being guarded by a weird dragon in a castle, but they're plumbers. I thought he was just the guy from Donkey Kong. Japan, he was right. Yeah, he was, that was a spinoff, but he's Japanese, man. You ever read the manga? Yeah, but yeah, why was on. there a plumber in Donkey Kong trying to get a fucking He's dog? unclogging him big ape shit toilets, <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly, man. Um, Luigi protests that the, this post has the article on the missing Brooklyn girl, which doesn't satisfy Mario because it's such bad screenwriting <laughs> that it doesn't satisfy me either. <laughs> um, the two set off in their van, still arguing over the lack of money. Luigi takes a shortcut through an alleyway instead of Mario's directions to establish that he knows things. I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, we're, the place we're going to is on the left, so turn left. All right, well, I'm going to go right through this alleyway first. Like, I got a good feeling about this, Mario. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, no, the Mario Brothers arrive at the Riverfront Cafe only to see that the Scapelli construction crew, their corporate rivals, have beaten them to yet another plumbing job. There's a through line in this movie, an inside joke, of the Scapellis being yeah. their corporate rivals. What kid in a million years cares at all? I know. And there's actually payoff for it at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, there is. Right? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. He gets that I monkey know. wrench out. I'll wait till the scene comes up. Not that scene, but the yeah. introduction of Mr. Scapelli. Oh, oh God. We'll wait till that. you hear who was going to play Mr. Scapelli. Oh, I can't wait. I'm blowing mine. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, a newscaster discusses the closing of one of New York's largest construction projects to allow New York University students to continue excavation in the advent of the discovery of dinosaur bones in the area. Because remember, kids, Mario's about dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, uh, also, in 1993, it's not going to... No, there's no way a movie in 1993 is going to sell the concept of archaeology. No, no, and at, at least there's no competition. Yeah, none you know at all. I mean? Like, Crap. Right. It's not like, you know, we're looking for Montana bones in the last crusade. No, no. <laughs> you know, they took this I still want that direction. Oh, all right, we'll get you to promised it. me Montana bones because that's not inappropriate. No, that's actually pretty fucking good. I like that. We'll make a t-shirt out of that one. Yeah. Um, Anthony Scapelli arrives to persuade excavation to cease so construction can continue. However, noticing his arrival is a blonde female student named Daisy. And she holds her ground. She's a tough person. She refuses to quit until the work is finished. So Scapelli then threatens her life directly. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like all the script said was stereotypical Italian mob actor. Yeah, they got the dinosaur from the beginning of this movie. Exactly. And what do, do they do? More. They said, all right, go through the cast list of um, The Godfather. Yeah. And that's what they did because he was in The Godfather, the guy mm-hmm. who played him. Yep. Yeah. Because he looked like it. I was I was shocked that he was not in The Sopranos. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he made it into a scene or two. Yeah. Maybe he was. I don't know. Background. But, uh, the, this whole scene, just because of the location and everything, reminds me of the Miami Circle. So... When when they were getting like downtown Miami, the property there is insanely expensive, especially in the Brickell area. It's like the financial center of downtown Miami, which, as far as financial centers go, is the international financial center for like most of the Americas, just in general, because it's you know where Miami's located at. And uh, on the corner, right on the Miami River, on the corner of Brickell, in the most like probably the most expensive piece of property in most of the city. They uncovered an Indian burial circle, like right oh, as they were shit. like breaking ground uh, on it, uh-huh. and they've never been able to build on there since. Like it's I it's a it. monument now. You know how happy that makes me. <laughs> it's like one of the most expensive pieces of property in Miami, and they can't build on it. That's Stick awesome. it to the man, baby. That's yep. awesome. It's right where the Miami River goes out into Biscayne Bay, like right at the corner. That's great. I, again, that makes my day because all I think about is a bunch of old, pissed off white guys. Oh yeah, yep. it, it's just so fucking great. Yeah, they, they ended yeah. up just building a memorial and park there to the Miami Circle. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That is, that is, that's, that's better news than what's coming. <laughs> exactly. I will say that's the truth. <sighs> so elsewhere, dude named Spike gets into a car with a guy named Iggy sitting in the passenger seat. Here's your comic relief, boys. It was coming. And boy, yeah, this, do they stink. This is your Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Uh, as they notice Daisy walking into town, they begin discussing their previous failures. And then if they make another, Koopa is going to kill them. So these are like the goons, the henchmen, you know, not too bright. I, I Fisher Stevens, how the fuck did he? I, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Oscar solid, winner, solid, fucking Oscar yeah. winner. Yeah. Miss, Mr. Michelle Pfeiffer. He was married to Michelle Pfeiffer at the time, I think. And, <clears throat> They got him to do that fucking idiot role with no eyebrows. What the? Fuck? I'm just wondering uh, when they got themselves locked inside of a biodiversity, you know, habitat. Yeah, yeah, they would have been good in there. You're right; they would have absolutely been great in there. I mean, I can't really tell much of a difference except for these aren't aren't as annoying. And the other dude, I I feel bad now. I don't know his name. He's one of the best character actors on the yeah, planet. Yeah, uh, I've seen. He's been in everything. I had to look him yeah. up a bunch of times today because I kept like, "What the hell was he in?" He's he was been in everything. Do the right thing and and just everything. He's been in everything. Yeah, his He's so name good. Is... What's his name? Um, Richard Edson. Yeah, Richard Edson. He so, is so good. This movie has great actors in yes. it. Yes, again, and they this all is the, do. The studio was convinced this was gonna work. Yeah, but and they convinced the, everybody else it was gonna work. But it's also proof that making movies is a team effort because the performances in this movie doesn't matter who it's from. Right. They right. all they all are laughably bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dennis Hopper. There's stuff going on in this movie that, in the worst rehearsal, you'd be like, "All right, you got to change that, 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 and that." Yeah. yeah. And in this case, they're just like, "And print it like it's." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking embarrassing. Um, so you meet your, your goons, Iggy and Spike, um, they can't fail again. 
They're going after Daisy. And at the moment that they see her, Mario and Luigi are driving down the street when their van stalls. So they pull over, they open the hood, there's steam blowing in their faces. Mario tells Luigi to go to the payphone, check their messages for work, which kids, if you're not aware, is how things used to operate <laughs> in the 90s, back when there were payphones and messages to check. Um, they're working on the radiator. They need some water for the radiator. This is maybe the first instance in a movie where someone complains about having to buy bottled yeah. water because it's yeah. like a new thing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, fucking ridiculous. Which um, is ironic because, oh, I thought Doug was going to drink bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just you, you know the first the brand of bottled water? It was Evian. You know, I showered in that water on my honeymoon. Really? No. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me more. Do you know if you spell Evian backwards, it's naive? Yeah, and they used it as a bit in the movie. Yeah. Um, we, Erica's parents had an apartment. They owned an apartment in Avion, France, on Lake Geneva, so that's where we stayed on our honeymoon. Interesting. And the water that comes out of the tap and the water that comes out of the showers and the water in the toilet is Avion water. It comes yeah. in the spring. So I bathed in that shit for free. You also shit in it. <laughs> I did. I shit and have you on water and you people drank it. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean you people? Yeah, exactly. You got a little bit of me in you. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. Well, well I had that just from the Arby's particulate that floated through the fucking mm-hmm. hotel. True. <laughs> it's very true. Oh, God. <laughs> I still remember that. <laughs> I wasn't even there when I remember. That was a My shit God. to remember. Mm-hmm. I was. I was one. That was, that was top three. For me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, uh, worth so, every bite, though. I hope worth so. Every fucking bite. That horsey sauce. You know that Fixed. I love Arby's so much that I actually, I take, um, I buy Pepperidge Farm sliced roast beef, like cold cut roast beef, because it's Arby's roast beef, and then I get some barbecue sauce, and I put it on, and then I heat the bun so that it's hot, and it it's as close to Arby's as I can get up here because there aren't any. It's crazy. And I have that at least once a week. They're all <laughs> over the fucking place out here. And then guess what? I shit almost as much as I do when I have actual Arby's. I was going to say, Doug, you might be the first person in the Northeast to pine for something that's in the Southeast. I know. Well, I grow. See, I grew up with Arby's. That's the thing. The Arby's used to be up here. Yeah. It was in New York yeah. and, and it's gone now. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's not like you saying, you know what I miss? Little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> Nobody misses Little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we uh, they're working on the car. Radiators is spewing out smoke or steam or whatever the fuck. Um, and this is our first meet cute of the movie. Really, this movie is a love story, not about Mario, but about Luigi and Daisy. <laughs> so that also makes tons of sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Daisy approaches the same payphone that Luigi is using, and we get some of the most awkward dialogue in cinematic history. Joe, if you want to hit this next clip for me, excuse me, thank you for letting me use the phone. Oh, sure, and for the quarter. You, are you okay? I've got a few problems, but well, you know, we, we got a van. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, I'm asking you if you want to ride. Oh, but uh, it's broken, though. 
Well. Denise Daisy, isn't it? I overheard your name was Daisy. You know, I haven't heard that name around here. It's really nice, too. It's like, no, I have heard it because it's like the flower and everything. But it's not like I hang around in flower shops or nothing like that. What my brother is trying to say is he doesn't know what to say. He doesn't even know how to begin. But he has offered you a ride. And if it would help you out, please step into the van. <laughs> so fucking creepy. Like, uh, imagine reading this this page in particular from the script and just being like, yep, this is it, man. Like, this has but got wait, it all. It's not creepy because they were in love from first sight. So it's not okay. creepy because they were supposed to be together. This is this is the hill you're going to die on. I know, right? No, they're like, in I'm, love. It's okay. It's not, it's not, not creepy worth, it's to not, invite some girl into your random ass van in the middle of New York. It's not even worth just... <laughs> I'm not taking the bait, bud. I'm hey, Daisy, not. what's going on? Um, how do you know my name, first of all? Oh, um, I overheard it. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I got a bunch of problems. Oh, well, get in my van. <laughs> it doesn't run, so we can just sit in the van that's right here. What my brother's trying to say. like, Yeah, it's not my crazy sister. It's my actual brother this time. So say bingo, bango, bongo. She's coming over to say, I mean, literally the fucking same story. I could just okay. say. Okay, all right. All right. You want to... Stretch Armstrong over here. My God. Right? I know. I Look, know. I should have been a lawyer. The king of reach. <laughs> I should have been a lawyer. That's all I'm saying. Listen. There's a sibling helping out. There's someone who knows someone's name who never got told their name. They're creepy as fuck, and the girl looks kind of freaked out. Same fucking story. Yes, yeah, okay. I rest my Fink case. Finkel is Reasonable idol. doubt. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Finkel is right. idol. So that's our meet cute. She gets in the van. They drive away. Um, you know, Mario's kind of pushing his brother to talk to her. He's awkward as fuck. I mean, you know. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, it's very. It's creamy. really bad. It's really um, bad. It's really bad. He also, you know, is, is persuaded by his brother to ask her out for dinner later that evening, yeah. which she agrees to. And he asked her by saying like, you know, the, do you eat? <laughs> yes like tonight god damn it yeah. um, so that night Luigi and Daisy and Mario with his girlfriend Daniela who's just like a like a Jersey queen yep. which I appreciated having in the film uh, they have a double date at an Italian restaurant just a classic like Brooklyn red sauce Italian yeah. restaurant they're like mm-hmm. yeah my, my, my brother was in here with a girl who looks like a ho- hooker <laughs> Listen, literally, Jersey, fucking the parallels write themselves. Thing, the parallels for these man. two movies are like this: they're writing themselves. <laughs> okay, only oh, in your head, Jeff. Yeah, oh, my God. was there not a line about a girl dressed like a hooker and this girl was dressed like a hooker? Yes, I rest it, my case. The only two movies in existence where they talk about a girl dressed like a hooker. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's true. Never, and, those words have never been uttered before. And again, this girl is not dressed like a hooker. She's dressed like a Jersey girl. You gotta, well, it's, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta correct you there. They come like, from Brooklyn. They don't come from Jersey. Jersey is the reasonable, reasonable facsimile. Of I guess that's true. I guess that's Look, so, if you're in Brooklyn you know, and dressing like a Jersey girl, you're a hooker. Yes, I, I think Joe's right. I think Joe's right with that one. We've we've corrected. We've corrected. Uh, yes. I appreciate being put on track. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so yeah, we're at the date, and we're learning a little bit more about Daisy. Um, she's actually talking about her her job and you know the dig site and how they found iridium and 
you know, she thinks maybe a meteorite had struck there at one time. Um, could have been the same one that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs yeah. in her theory. Uh, the conversation then shifts to the rock shard that Daisy wears around her neck, which is the rock shard from the beginning of the film when we saw her egg birth. She reveals that she never takes it off because it's the one Time connection. Out. I need to ask a favor. Don't ever use the words egg and birth in the, together in a sense <laughs> ever fucking again. It is so off-putting. I'm sorry. It's so gross. Egg birth. Birth. <laughs> Egg after birth? No. Hatching. That's worse. That's worse. Her hatching. hatching. Her hatching. Can we that call, works can we call it the hatching? The, the hatching. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, she, she never takes this thing off because it's the yeah. one connection with the life she never had when she was abandoned. Uh, Luigi gets excited when he hears this and says, hey, I also don't know my parents. Yeah. And uh, In my job, I handle bones all day, too. <laughs> That's Daniela chiming in. <laughs> yes. Um, this is the reason why Mario brought him up as a sort of father, mother, brother, uncle figure. Yeah. So now we get a little bit of backstory for the Mario Brothers, which makes a little bit more sense, although it was completely invented. Daisy and Luigi look into each other's eyes before in shy connection, awkwardly looking away. At this point, Daniela suggests that she and Mario take the van so that Luigi and Daisy can fuck. That's what's implied. <laughs> pretty, yeah, much. pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I believe with that, we're uh, coming to a close on part one of Super Mario Brothers. Am I jumping the gun? My timer fell off, so I don't no, know. No, no, no. You're, you're dead we're on. Good. Okay. We're good. All right. So join us on part two as we wrap this hunk of shit up, put a pretty <laughs> little bow on it throw it in the toilet and flush it down the mushroom kingdom there you go hey you guys want to uh, grab a beer oh always sounds good to me all right i got a spot hourglass brewing in longwood florida i don't know now listen doug i know you're from out of town this is the place i go for all my local craft beer delicious 40 beers on tap and the best part is it's a haven for nerds like me, like you. Yeah, the 240-seat Longwood Tap Room. They stock that with nerd nostalgia, video games, board games, cornhole boards. They even have a dog-friendly patio. You can't beat that. I absolutely love it. I mean, I feel like I know this, this uh, establishment just from Eric's Instagram and Facebook because he's there a lot. Um, they support his art and the local artists in the area. And uh, I'm excited. The first time I get back down to Florida with these two guys, uh, we're heading over there. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yes, the art, the arcades, the pinball machines. There is uh, literally an homage painted on the wall to uh, Rick Moranis and Spaceballs. I mean, what more can you ask for in a brewery? Hourglass Brewing, Longwood, Florida. Uh, check it out. Go there. They are sponsors of the show. They support us. Go support them. Mm-hmm.